Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Miriam Simmons, and I would like to introduce Yogesh Chwavla, running for Dane County Supervisor in District 8. As we begin, I'd like you to give an opening statement as to your educational, vocational, and civic experience, which qualifies you for this office and why you are running for the Dane County Board. Thank you. Uh, first of all, I'm running in District 6. I just want to make that clear to the voters. Uh, thank you. And I'm running for Dane County Board because our district deserves an activist who will work hard to implement progressive change for our community. When my parents landed in the United States in 1976 from India, they had the American dream in their heart. We struggled, but we were supported by the communities around us. I think about my mom, my role model, who worked 60 to 70 hours a week and always came home to take care of her children. And she came here not knowing much English, and she worked as a, as a nurse aide, eventually becoming an LPN and then an RN. And I think about her work ethic, and that's the work ethic I want to bring to the Dane County Board. And that's the, the love that she showed for me and her community. It's the love that I want to show for my community in District 6. The American dream that we had as immigrants is out of reach for many of our neighbors. Dane County has some of the most alarming racial disparities in the entire country within our criminal justice system, schools, and in terms of economic opportunity, and I want to change that. And that's why I'm running for Dane County Board in District 6. The lack of affordable housing and the pressure it brings to the issue of homelessness is a chronic problem that Dane County can't seem to get ahead of. What do you believe should be the board priorities for these issues? We need to invest in permanent, supporting permanent supportive housing. We can look at the programs that are working right now. There's groups like Housing Initiatives who help homeless people get into permanent housing. We can look at projects like the Rethke Project uh, in my district where we're getting uh, people into permanent housing. So when we look at our priorities as a county, we have to look at what our values are. If we're spending $100 million on a jail, $26 million in debt service, that talks to our values as a community. If we want to help our most vulnerable populations, we need to invest in them. We need to invest in affordable housing, not only for our, our, our homeless, but we also have to invest for low-income and middle-income families. When I saw some of the challenges we had in our own district with rising property values, I joined our Neighborhood Association's Planning and Development Committee, and I did that because I want to preserve the character of District 6. I want people who live in District 6 and have made it what it is I want to make sure they can stay there and continue to do the great work that we do with all our community organizing, all our festivals, and the way we make our community welcoming to everybody. With the growth and spread of population in Dane County, what do you believe are the most significant transportation environmental issues facing the Dane County Board, and how do you think these issues need to be addressed? So first off, we've been a little hum hamstrung by... Uh, Scott Walker and what they've done to us at the state. We wanted to have a regional transit authority and that was uh, nullified by what the state did. The city and county government can no longer operate in silos. They need to work co collaboratively together. When we think about transportation, we need to have bus rapid transit so we can connect affordable housing uh, to job centers and to economic centers. And we have to think about transportation as an equity issue. We need to make sure that we're not just building roads because transportation is more than just cars. It's bikes, pedestrians, carpooling, van pooling. And sometimes when roads are built, they don't connect communities, they divide communities. 
I'm really proud to have the endorsement of Marsha Rummel, Liddell Zellers, Samba Balde, and Rebecca Kemble on the Madison City Council. And I think the county and city government can work together to expand uh, bus transportation in Dane County so we can have, be a more connected community that's not so dependent on cars. Because when you think about fossil fuels and what they're doing to our environment and what they're doing to our, the world we're leaving to our children, we need to take those issues seriously in Dane County. What public safety issue or issues do you believe are most pressing that need the attention of the Dane County Board? You know, the first issue I see is the jail. Uh, we're spending $100 million on a new jail, and we're disproportionately incarcerating people of color and communities of color. I have some specific plans on how to, on how to fix that. In my day job, I'm a public safety software developer who writes open source software. And the open source software I write does uh, jail analytics and public safety analytics. There are some specific solutions to our criminal justice problems. First, we need to work with our DA to use more restorative justice programs. The next thing we have to do is we really need to make sure that people show up to court. If somebody misses a court date, they get a warrant put on them, and then they might stay in jail for one day or longer. I believe it is easier to give somebody a modest transportation subsidy of 20 or $25 for a cab ride, because that's cheaper than having somebody stay in jail. I believe that uh, we can work. <clears throat> uh, I've met with our uh, court commissioners and our district attorneys, and we've looked at things like average length of stay, and how can we make it so initial appearances happen sooner so somebody isn't sitting in jail for four or five days waiting to get uh, an initial appearance. I also think that we really need to look at the bail monitoring program. Bail monitoring allows people to get out on signature bonds, but the bail monitor will make sure the person is following the conditions of their release and also that the person is staying away from the places they're not supposed to be and that they show up to court. If we can get people to show up to court and understand the criminal justice system better, we can take a bite out of these racial disparities. What do you believe is the specific issue of most concern to the residents of your district, and how do you want to work on solving that? You know, we really need to look at, uh, we're a lakes community. You know, we have some community treasures in our lakes, and our lakes have been polluted. We had a couple of uh, small dogs that have died in our lakes. There wasn't an exact correlation to whether that was because of the blue-green algae blooms, but we need to look at that. I want my daughter to be able to swim in the lakes before she goes to college. She's eight right now. She loves swimming, and sometimes she came out of the water with algae on top of her head, these big blooms, and she thought it was funny. But us as parents, we were really horrified. To fix those problems, we need to bridge the urban and rural divide. We need to work with farmers on nutrient management plans because a lot of the farmers are very... Uh, environmentally aware and conscious and they want to do right by their community. We have to set up nutrient barriers so that phosphorus does not get into the water. We need to monetize phosphorus. We could use manure digesters to turn that phosphorus into clean energy and we also should look at composting that manure. There's a lot of nutrients that are in that phosphorus that are needed in places. We just need to keep those out of our, our rivers and uh, streams and lakes and we also have a lot of legacy phosphorus. I think it's good that Dane County is looking into the Suck the Muck program where we can take that legacy phosphorus out. Even if there wasn't any more phosphorus uh, runoff, we would still have that in the waters. And in our urban communities, 
we have to be really aware of this too. We have to watch our salt usage on our sidewalks. I know it's winter right now. It's a little icy, and, but we have to be cognizant of that. Uh, we also have to keep our leaves out of lakes. So the urban communities need to do what they have to do to solve this problem, as do the rural communities. And for our district, we really value our lakes, and I will make it a priority to make them clean. What one or two personal qualities do you have that will make you the best representative on the Dane County Board for your district residents? I work hard for my district. I love my district, and I work hard for it. I'm on the Sassy Neighborhood Association. I was really proud to be part of one of the most successful Atwood Fests as an organizer. I got to do a lot of social media with my good friend Jason Tisch, and we raised over $90,000. A lot of people don't know that money goes directly to help nonprofits in our neighborhood, and I think that's really cool. Um, also, you know, I'm a poll worker. I see a lot of people coming in to vote at the Wilmar Center when I'm working the polls. I hope to not be working the polls in this election and the following election, but after that, I'll be, I'll be right back on it. And I've been a long-time uh, political organizer. I've worked on probably 30 local campaigns. I know there's a real renewed interest in local campaigns right now, but I've been, I've been doing this for quite a while. And, you know, I really love my district. I love the business owners in my district. I love the places we hang out. I love the people in my district a lot. I love having those conversations. I've knocked on over 1,300 doors. I've talked to people about their concerns, but the thing that really warms my heart is a lot of times I go and knock on a door. I was just on in the Union Triangle neighborhood, and I ended up reconnecting with six or seven people I knew. I used to do a open mic. I used to host it uh, with a publishing company I started, Premier Generation Inc. And it was just so cool to say, hey, that guy is like, I remember you. You did that. What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? Is this my closing statement? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, first of all, District 6, thank you for the opportunity to run. It's really important for us to get civically involved in our community, and I've been deeply involved in our community at all levels. I've worked on local elections. I've worked as a poll worker. I've worked uh, as part of our neighborhood association. And I want to go back to what I said at the beginning. When my parents came to this country, they came here in search of a better life, and they were searching for a better life for me and my sisters. This country has given me so much. It's given me so many opportunities, and I want to give back. I see our country being degraded right now. I see a rise in racism and white supremacy. We see people openly marching in Charlottesville, and I think it's time that we say enough. We need people to step up. We need people of color to step up into leadership positions. I love America. And I love everything America has given me and my family. And I want to make it better. And I want to start in District 6 with the neighbors that I love and with the community that my daughter and my wife, my little puppy that we grow up in, we really care deeply for District 6. And I humbly ask for your vote in the primary on February 20th and hopefully in the general election on April 3rd. Thank you. I want to thank your guest, Chwava for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. As with every election, please vote. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us. Yeah.